mean, every time we hear this the intro, bro, I hear things I never hear before. It's like little like bells and whistles that weren't I there know. before, right? Like it's fucking weird, bro. It's it's very, like, very complex. I, I feel bad because I, I feel like I d- offended the guy who did the intro for us. Yeah, the, other, the, the, other fir- oh, the, the first week when you when we brought it on, because oh, I like, made fun of his name because his name is Lightspeed. I'm like, why, why are you gotta name yourself something like that? But then when I explained it to you, you, you it kinda, made sense. It made sense. I just bought his hito, man. I just felt like I felt bad because I'm making fun of his name. He. He's probably all night listening to my my fucking my words. Like, I should have never sent him anything. <laughs> <laughs> that fat fuck, <laughs> <laughs> fucking fat ass, and his fucking problems right now. But anyways, I, I um I uh would love to. Uh, well, you know what? Take it away, Hefty. What do we got going on today? Uh, today we got finally we're doing our episode, twentieth episode today. Our twentieth episode, bro. Twentieth episode. We got a real special guest today. You know what I'm saying? We got award winning visual media artist, television film writer, amazing guy. You know, Los Angeles resident, bro. Yeah. Chronicling the ascendancy of Latinos in the U.S. for over a quarter uh, century. Look at that, bro. Right off the Wikipedia. Right <laughs> there, bro. You know? <laughs> I forgot who wrote that. I think my old editor wrote that. Dude, time. ladies and gentlemen, Lalo Alcaraz right here. Hey, what's up? Hey, man. Gordo activity. Let me tell you, bro. I, I um, cannot tell you. I don't want to embarrass you. I'll be all <laughs> fucking fanboy right now. But uh, I, you know, I started my um, my comedy career, and you were one of the influences. Yeah. Because of your 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 your, your political satire really got me. It, it it talked to me during a time where I was in my Chicano mecha president phase. <laughs> yeah, you know I was mecha president in high school. I was a brown beret. You know I was wow. all ready to fucking kill everybody. A brown that beret. Was, I was a brown beret, but not a military one, bro. Oh, okay. I was just yeah, like, yeah. It's a Chicano <laughs> one. You know, I wasn't trying to interrupt you, bro. Thank, thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. So I wanted to do something that was, you know, um, you know, for my people. And I remember one time I stood in line for about three hours to get an autograph uh, of one of the calendars that you made. And I remember sitting there looking at you like this motherfucker, this Chicano <laughs> has other Chicanos in line for him because he wrote something that affected them in a way that nobody else c- could. And that spoke to me because wow, he's speaking to people through his artwork. Wow. And for a Chicano growing up and, you know, I mean, I'm first generation, so my parents, you know, were from over there. So I really didn't know what was going on here. Yeah. Like, I had to learn about here by myself. Yeah. Because they were still trying to figure out what was going on over there. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like, we were, it was that weird transition where it's like I had no power to really, uh, to, like, show myself around the town. You know, you, yeah. you kind of dove in and, and, and you kind of learn from other Chicanos around you. And one of those things that taught me was your artwork. Your artwork spoke to me in a political way where I was like, I, I understood what was going on through your cartoons. Because to me, they were just cartoons. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, I want to thank you in front of everybody right now um, <laughs> for what you did for me and for all the young Latinos out there that didn't know how to express themselves um, politically and especially in a comedic way, which is now what I, I want to do for the rest of my life is to be a fucking baboso. <laughs> For La Causa. <laughs> That's right. You know? And, and 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 your work still speaks to us even today. I mean I I try to stay relevant. <laughs> you you do. And and you know, I love that you're the only guy that I know that really loves to piss off white people. It's fucking <laughs> Bro, I, I don't like to do it. It just happens. It's so hilarious though, because <laughs> he'll write he'll write, you know. It's a great day to be brown. Oh, as uh, what do you mean? It's a great day to be brown. <laughs> so white is nothing to you, or the other color? Like, as opposed to what? As opposed to shit. Like they attack him for littlest things because his words not only speak to inspire others, 
but they speak to make others feel guilty about what they're maybe they they maybe they are th- that way you're talking about you know i just uh i i draw it as i see it and i love uh, that i draw it know, as i see what it. what are you gonna do like i did a cartoon about um you know comparing we all know that you know kids in cages uh, yeah. That problem will be solved in a second if they were dogs. You know, like, oh, like white people would be like, oh, oh my God, the cruelty. And no. I drew that as a cartoon. I love that one. Knowing that people are gonna, the dog lovers came out oh, yeah. and tried to crucify me. I'm not like that. And da da da. But <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, you know, why don't you show me? Why don't you go tear, like, tear down exactly. the cages? You know? yeah, exactly. They, they, I mean, that's, but see, that's the kind of cartoons that fucking piss people off, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I feel like, why can't you have a commercial with the Indians? <laughs> And then they had like the kids, <laughs> the kids in the cage. You know, oh, they're they're oh, like, they would, yeah, they would they burn, would, they burn would that sh- commercial. Day. That would be a, that's a good sketch. Yeah, it would to be. Do, do you know, Let's we have a lot of little cousins that will fucking do this. Patent pending. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It'll be, a, but that's, but see, that's the kind of Co- stuff. EP. Right. Okay. But see, that's the kind of stuff that he does that starts shit, but it also brings up the conversation. Yeah, it starts conversations. And that's the key. I mean, people are afraid to start the conversation, especially in comedy, especially on radio, especially on on print. And you do all three of them. Radio, print, and fucking... Who know porn? Fuck, he just political porn too, bro. <laughs> well, because it's it's a lot easier to start a conversation with when it, when humor's behind it, you know, like the oh, like yeah. it, it's the catalyst, you know, like oh, it was funny. Y- y- I'm yeah. excited people like have a conversation with me and you about we gotta lose weight, but they'll come at us in a funny way. Oh my god, I just had one of these like <laughs> two weeks ago at a brewery. I know they're like, hey, they're <laughs> oh, like, hey no. you must be big. All these funny jokes about being big, and they're like, hey, so um, you check your blood pressure. Like <laughs> they, get, they get really deep into it. Like, oh my god, mine was this. Mine was that. I was I was sitting there drinking a beer, and this lady walks by, and then she stops in front of me. She goes, "I'm not trying to sound offensive, but you ever tried doing like keto diet? You know, who's wow. lost oh my god. And I was just, like, I was just like, no, what? I do the keti <laughs> diet. Keti importa. Right? Oh, I do the keto go. diet, the taquito diet. Taquito. <laughs> See, that's that's the thing. Now, I, what I love about um, not only what you what you've done and what you're doing. But how you keep it um, legit, even when others do it, and what I mean by that is Coco, the movie Coco. You were a consultant on Coco, yes, which is very, very important. It's a movie by it's a movie done by Disney, and you know Disney is is you know international. But you want to make sure that they speak to us, and you were there to make sure they spoke to us. Yes, I love the movie. Um, I make jokes about the movie because I'm a comedian. Sure, I say it's like basically the movie's about Border Patrol. How sure. even in the afterlife, it's hard getting into that side and backside. You I know, heard that. You know, that's that's the joke. But what I loved about the movie is that I saw it six times in the theaters. Oh yeah, like I kept on going back. It it it. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> even now, when I hear those the the, the the lyrics, but what really what I really loved was the little snippets of culture that you had that they they all put in there. You know, when there's a scene with Negrete, Pedro Infante, <laughs> yeah. Cantinflas. You know, little things like that spoke to me that Disney would have never done if they were all by themselves doing it. I think, you know, it, it came at a funny time because it was 2014 and we that's seven years ago already. Wow. You know, when it, when it was about to, you know, when they, when they were making it, when they were, in the, you know, writing it, rewriting it, they rewrote it like, I mean, a dozen times. Damn. And they finally came close to getting it right. Then they said... Well, let's let these dumb Chicanos here and yeah. see uh, if they don't, you know, fuck it up. But uh, you hey, know, Pancho, what do you think? You know, <laughs> I mean, they but they were smart to do that because they were going to fall into a bunch of, you know, holes like we know now. I mean, it was the culture wasn't as woke as it is now. Yeah. 
but we could see it. We've always been that way, you know, as far yeah. as the all the people that worked on that and people from uh, the Chicano theater and playwrights, and we had a really good squad. And uh, yeah, and you know that Disney is going to make that, Pixar is going to make that yeah. movie no matter what. Yeah. So with us or without us. So why not with us, right? No, and you guys did a great job. I mean, I, I it's going to be one of our or one of our classics. You know, the last one we had was Three Caballeros. The Emperor's New Groove, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah that was that's an you know that's David Spade. It plays a, a, an Inca. I mean, yeah, this, this, this stuff is like I not even possible today. No, and and that's that's the thing that that I um you know that I I really really um I guess if it wasn't for people like you that consult, it would be just such such a bigger disaster. So whenever uh because I'm one of those Chicanos that will be like, what are they working on? Right. I read Deadline. I'm like, okay, well, who's doing this? Well, who, who's that? Yeah, I who, that who are they too. casting? <laughs> but if I see that Lalo's attached to him, like, okay, cool. We we got one. We got a fucking. Uh, we we have an actual Chicano actually in there. Can, can I tell you a real like, actually real funny short story? Like I was at I think at the uh, at the Getty, and there was a it was a Pacific Standard Time was a big show, all the big Mexican yeah. Latin American art show, and there's Gregory Nava. Oh, who yeah. the director of Mi Familia, yeah. who was a governor of the uh, the Academy, right? Wow. The uh, the Oscars, right? Yeah, yeah. And so he had just he had seen the the first premiere of Coco in Mexico, not at a theater, but at a movie festival. Wow! And he said, and I worked with Gregory Gregory Nava years ago, writing movies for him yeah, that yeah. never got made, but I uh, learned a lot. And he's standing there at the Getty, looking at me. He's like, yeah. Uh, I saw Coco. I saw the premiere. Yeah. And at the at the house of uh, El Buki. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Solis? Solis? Yeah. Yeah. Who, who has the <laughs> gu guitar pool that's in the movie, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's crazy. And so he goes, you know, I watched that movie. I thought, hmm, pretty good. And then he said, some Chicano got his hands on this. Oh, and I'm go. like, that's the ultimate compliment thank you, right, right here. <laughs> that is the ultimate compliment. <laughs> a nice little curtsy. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, 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 you know, I, I loved it, man. Now, did you put any kind of like, I mean, I know it's, it's about the afterlife. Were you already a fan of the occult, of the Mexican occult? Oh, uh, always. And, and, and I was thinking about it on the way over, um, be right before the pandemic, yeah, uh, Mar a year ago, Mar in March, I went to go uh, bury my cousin Cesar from uh, in Sinaloa. My one half of my family's from from Mazatlan, the other yeah. half is from Zacatecas, and um, he was a guy. He's one of those Mexicanos that from the Tlatelolco generation. Yeah, you know, yeah, they were yeah. from the seventies. They were hippies in the seventies, mm -hmm. and uh, my family we have like the art gene run runs through us. This guy is the guy in my family, the one guy that showed me how to be an artist. I oh. mean, he, when I would go visit them in the summer, he would show me, uh, he, he would paint. And then he'd be like, you want to paint? I'm like, That's yeah, crazy. I want to paint. And we'd paint. And, and it just it opened up my, 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 my skull to the possibilities, right? Yeah. The other thing he introduced me to, he had all these badass Mexican comic magazines that were all about... UFOs, a paranormal, oh, <laughs> and there are awesome magazines. I get in a chill because I used I used to read through them. This is the the you know time before TV shows yeah, you yeah. know had uh, we didn't have uh, uh, we had in search of maybe but yeah, a little yeah. later. This is the beginning where where what's his name a Mexican guy uh, Jaime Marsal 
really got into all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and so, uh, but uh, for me, it was like in the 70s, I was reading these ovni books and all this oh, stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I love this shit. I love it. So I, I love it to this day. So it's, it, it's part of it. You would say it's part of your creative process too? Because I mean, a lot of it, you know, for I me, love, it is. Shoot, I'm working on a sh- uh, anime show. I can't tell you what it is, but the because uh, we're trying to sell it right now. And the guy that that uh, you'll laugh when I tell you who it is, but I'm not gonna tell you right now. But he was like, "You like aliens too much," because <laughs> I'm always pitching. I think I think I know who it is. I think I know who it is. Should we have a let's have an yeah. alien uh, cholo? I was part of that project. Were you? Yeah, I was. What happened? No, I'm still. I think I still am. Oh, you're yeah, still attached. Yeah, I'm still attached. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's the same project, but I think it is. I'll tell you later. <laughs> uh, a, a very cranky. Right. Uh, we'll go commercial break, guys. We'll go <laughs> commercial break. I need to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but um, so that's that's the best thing that uh, I, I guess we we Latinos sometimes inherit is our is our families believe in superstition. Yes, and oh, believe heavily. in in the paranormal. Like heavily, yeah. But see, that's that's, that's another thing I want I want to ask because might be jumping ahead, but um, Latinos in the paranormal. Um, it's a big taboo. Yes. It is a huge... I mean, I remember my mom, um, she would hate when I would just have any kind of like stuff like this, like Ojo de Venado mm-hmm. or some kind of like, kind mm-hmm. of like Santeria-ish thing around the house. Yeah. yeah. But then again, she would do the same thing, but she wouldn't call it Santeria. Mm-hmm. But she would call the right, same right, shit. Right, right. To her, it's a superstition. Yeah. You know, yeah. she would have this block of, of of rocks and she would wrap foil around it and every full moon she would re-energize it and put it on like <laughs> yeah fucking brujeria mom my, my mom was the same way like she wouldn't allow us to touch it but she brought in a it, in Spanish it's called a nequeco I don't know if, if you ever heard of it it's like a, it's mm. like an ink and a, it's like a brujeria doll right yeah and you give oh. it cigarettes and you tie a dollar to it it's supposed to bring you luck <laughs> See, it's like that's voodoo and, mom and you give them rum yeah all the doll drinks rum <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, but this is different. Right. This is different. No. By no. the way, give your baby brother some rum too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> seriously. Your was off fucking drug. No, but they they were always against it. I mean, even the paranormal, like ghosts. I used to ghost them all the time. You're gonna bring something home. I mean, they hated so much, but they were always like, well, "What happened?" Oh yeah, peaks their interest. What happened? Yeah. What happened? Tell me what happened, though. Don't bring it, but tell me what happened. They want to know some. We want to know. It's it's part of our culture. Yeah, most Latinos. There is, I mean, it's hard because it's most of the things we do is either religion versus superstition that we don't even know. It's I, a constant battle. There's a lot of things in my religion and yeah. my mom's religion that I don't know if it's it's from the Bible or from her <laughs> nervios. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like she's just making up stuff yeah, as it goes. She's just <laughs> made, she made up so many things like, oh no, you can't do this because it means this. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't say in the Bible though. No, 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 no. But 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 trust me. Like we do this thing where we would go to seven churches every every holy month, every uh, Good Friday. She would make us go to seven churches and pray to each church. Oh my gosh! And I was like, and sometimes she would make us crawl on her knees all the way to the altar. No, <laughs> and uh, you know, yeah, bro, she was so. And I'm like, this is not in the Bible. Oh, I know, like <laughs> this was not in the Passion of Christ. No, like for see, me, go ahead. Uh, no, I was gonna say in Zacatecas. You know, like my dad was. From there, and he was into the Santo Nino de Atocha, yeah, right? Yeah. And you know, I mean, the you know the Catholics had to be like, okay, Indios, here, have some statues here, you know, to uh, venerate, right? And I mean, people crawl on their knees yeah. for for the last quarter mile to go see the yeah. Santo Nino. Yeah. So you know, your 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 mom was just a DJ remix. Exactly, shit. everything <laughs> was remixed, man. Everything was remixed. I mean, the Santo las animas. My mom would always pray to las animas. 
which those are, is it La, la Sierda, La Sorda, La, fucking Shakira song, Sierda, La Sorda, Sorda, Moda. It was like, it was, one was one couldn't hear, one couldn't see, one couldn't talk, and each of them would, were helping you with it's something. like the three monkeys. Yeah, like yeah, the three monkeys. Yeah. monkeys. Basically the three it monkeys on the, from the text mail or whatever. Yeah. So that she would pray to them, light candles for them, and she would say, hey, uh, this is going to happen, can you help us with this? And she would pray, and if she would forget to light the candles she promised for them, shit would happen around the house. Mm. Oh, that's animas. This, I owe them a candle. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, to? no doubt, bro. You owe me 10 bucks from last time. I fucking let you borrow some pipe on Dulce. How about that? Like up there, like <laughs> you know, in the motherland. In the motherland, there's this, there's like a cave where like old people, like brittle old people, they'll hike to this kid. And it's mad dangerous, bro. But like they'll go <laughs> just to light a candle and leave like some money to like. But that's a sacrifice. I mean, it's it's better than killing an animal. Oh, no doubt. You know, like yeah. some, some cultures, they just say, you know, I'm going to kill this chicken's head. I'm going to cut this chicken's head off. So you can have a good day at school. Why do you think it's always a chicken? Though? Why do you think it's always a chicken? Because chickens are readily they're, available. They're available. You're not gonna kill a goat. You guinea well, you pig. Kill a goat by kill a guinea pig, bro. No, right? It's, it, I think it's it's meant what you have in supplies. That. Like, what do you have in supplies? Is what you sacrifice. Yeah, my mom's best friend's <laughs> wife. You, I'm not my mom's. My my grandma's best friend's wife. Um, her name was Doña Piedad. She would snap a chicken's neck by spinning it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, no, like, Doña Piedad. Yeah, Doña Piedad. Not when you kill the chicken, bro. bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. And then, if you cut a chicken's head off, it still moves. Oh, yeah. Maybe Can that's you imagine why, well, like, that's being why. a three year old, four year old like me, and the, the, <laughs> then the chicken still runs, <laughs> and you're just like, bro, with some cabeza and everything. Bro, bro. Cash that shit's for fucking dinner, bro. It was our dinner, too, that's, bro. That's the anima that can't. That's the anima. They didn't put something else, bro. <laughs> they didn't put the bell out so the chicken stayed alive. Uh, no, and the the thing that really that really got to me from the paranormal as a Latino yeah. was we never knew how to separate it. We, you know, when you watch the movies and you see the kid in his bed and he calls his mom, "Mom, there's a there's a monster under my bed." She's like, "No, Billy, no, there's no monster. There's no monster there. <laughs> You're fine. It's just it's just the wind. It's just your imagination, her. right?" <laughs> And then you tell your dad or your mom Mexican, mom, there's something in the closet. Well, probably. I'm not surprised there are fucking 10 peep ghosts in there. Right. Like they, they, they would, they, they help, they push the, the fear on us. Oh yeah. They exacerbate it, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if the word's correct. I'm trying to use my, my word of the day, but, but, <laughs> but, but they try to use it like to help like out with your, the way you're, the way you act. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you ever did you ever see something like that you cannot explain that you would say this is an apparition this is a ghost not not on saying like like uh, like an energy or have you ever seen something which is before you answer it is the craziest thing to ask somebody mm -hmm. because a lot of people are nervous about answering this question mm -hmm. yeah you know and I understand why you're nervous I mean mm -hmm. I've seen lots of things and I've answered these questions but it's always the hardest thing to answer because you have that fear. I think I'm fucking drunk. I was high. Or something <laughs> yeah. was wrong with me. Or they think I'm crazy. I'm seeing things. Not only that though, but sometimes when you sometimes when you haven't talked about something and you mention it, you're like, oh it my comes God. back again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It so hurt let me. Give you my greatest hit. There we go. There, there, we, right, go. there, there we, go. we go. When I was in high school with friends. We did the Ouija board. Oh, I, I don't fuck with the Ouija nope. board. Number anymore. one thing we see yes, in the show. No. Yeah, because I saw can a candle. But, you know, when Flicker. the things start talking, the candle just like yeah. electric almost, you know, like, and it was, it said some crazy shit and I'm, I'm getting chills just telling you, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't even want to think about it anymore. 
No Ouija boards, people. No Ouija. Yeah. I don't know what that shit you is. You open up a portal. Yes, sir. Yeah. You, yeah. you open up something that you're not supposed to open, and it's it's out there. And when people, it's the same thing as it says. You're not looking for false prophets. Oh yeah. You're, yeah. You're you're basically trying to communicate through something you're not supposed to communicate to. Yeah. And it's Wh- sad that they made it a board game. That's weird. You know what I mean? I think white people are crazy. It's crazy, right? bro. <laughs> Stick to Loteria, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the scariest thing we have is La Muerte. We're afraid to put that bean on there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll put that bean on La Muerte, bro. I'm going to put it to the side of him. <laughs> what was the other one? Uh, I already forgot the second one. Uh, it was, oh, I, I lived in a house. I'm not going to say where. Uh, Pico Rivera. <laughs> um, and you can edit that out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, By iguanas. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find it until much later. But um, I swear there was something there that would, like, sl- like I would put something on the table or a desk or something. It would slap it down and make it fall on the ground. Hmm. And it would, it would kind of follow me around in my studio, my art studio section. And I heard later that there was some kind of a weird... Um, yeah. You know, uh, like a entity a, appearance, a thing that you know somebody had seen before, way before we moved in there. But I'm just gonna leave it vague like that. Cause yeah, I, uh, I don't want to get in trouble. So there was a history. And, uh, <laughs> and, and then yeah. Oh, and then the third one uh, at at my current house. I can't say where I live, but uh, in my house, it's a hundred year old house. Yeah, and me and my son were watching TV. And the, the front door opens up, big big wooden door closes. Steps come in, steps go up the stairs, and my son looks at me and says, "Is somebody home?" And he's a little guy, like yeah, you yeah. know, like six or something, or seven. And and I go, "No, nobody's home." And I ran out, and there was nobody there. Mm. And and I came back. I go, "Mijo." What did you hear? And he described exactly what I just said. Wow. And we just both looked at each other like kind of, okay. And, you know, I was a dad. I had to be like, okay, yeah. let's watch the car. Keep watching Sponge, SpongeBob. I'm sorry. Uh, and I, we got a priest to come in. Yeah. And to bless the house. And I had the best conversation with this priest because this priest, we talked about physics. Yeah, yeah, of course. And he didn't he didn't say, oh, it's a mystical and it's a curse or whatever. We had the best discussion about physics mm. that you could imagine. And he kind of explained, like, you know, how it's an energy and it could be. Yeah. It, how it could be, you it's, know. Yeah, I, I, think, and, I think it is that. And, yeah, and how, you know, because, you know, from the law of thermodynamics, yeah. right? Like energy has to go somewhere. Yeah, and uh, sometimes it loops. Yeah, and it loops, so it's a plays back. Yeah, it's a, it's and what we call what we call the hefty residual residual haunting. I think that's what that was, and it was not scary, but it was just like worrisome. I thought somebody was walking in my house. It is. It's a it's a freak out. But what what it does do is um it's it's pretty much like I tell people this this is a classic haunting. Um, when you live in a house, let's say you have you have a house and you have a argument with your wife, and you guys divorce over that strong argument. And it's such a crazy divorce, such a crazy argument that if anybody moves into that house and they are they fit your energy, they fit even your height or your mm. personality, you'll inherit that fight and you'll want a divorce. Mm. I mean, there's a classic case of this by the Warren family, the Amityville Horror, uh-huh. 
where that same thing happened there. Somebody moved in and the guy killed all of his family. The following person moved in, he killed all of his family. Shit. It's a, it's an impression. Yeah. So what you might inherit at your house, walking up the stairs. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's my, my knees are. <laughs> there you go. It just sounds like, so, it's like, it sounds like someone like coming, coming home from work after a long day and just like. That's what it was. Like, like, say, yeah. you, motherfuckers, yeah. you motherfuckers are still here. And he or she was halfway up the stairs and, and probably was like. Oh yeah, I'm dead. Yeah, you just know? beelined it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Or wait a minute, why are Mexicans living oh, in my house? Exactly. <laughs> this, this, this town's going to shit. Right. Um, but it could also be a family member, um, oh, yeah. uh, giving you a message. I yeah. mean, a lot of times, have you heard this? Is this the only you heard it once? Yeah, only one time, and never happened again. And because we had that priest in there, and it, within two weeks, like, oh yeah, Olympia. <laughs> but you can also yeah, have. We didn't fuck around. You know, you can also have like think about that day. Like, was there a birthday? Of somebody who's passed was there an anniversary of somebody who's passed was there something significant mm. happening to you that that can be a message to you a lot of times we're given these messages mm. and we right away interpret them like it's a demon in my house mm. like oh like a book turns to a page in a book yeah and it, and and the book page is 66 there's a fucking demon in my house yeah. 666 <laughs> but we don't read the passage the passage might be everything's gonna be okay i'm always with you like there's so many misinterpretations of what the supernatural can be but really can be somebody that we love trying to come for us in a way. The fact that you both heard it, you and your son, yeah. might mean it might be a family connection. Yeah. I mean, but it's but like again, it's weird to even fucking investigate and think about it. You're like, do I really want to find out if it's my tia yeah, or somebody no, or fucking No, let's just get the priest in there. Yeah, get the priest in there. And the You're priest, like, why give it attention? Why give it attention? Yeah. Yeah. We've had a priest one time came to one of the houses that my mom was was, you know, that was really haunted. And <laughs> the priest kind of just like you know, they come to a house and they bless it, but they do it in a way where like they don't believe in this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it just to kind of calm your nerves. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure nothing's here. Yeah. Because the Bible doesn't talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah. So in our life, it doesn't work. So this spirit that you're seeing, it's you're full of shit. But I'll make you feel good because you know, you know, you, you they want to help you out. They want, it's more you know therapeutic and, for and, them to it, help. It you. boosts your vibrations. Exactly. Or whatever, right. Yeah. Like you know, and maybe it, it's good, and it makes sense, but. I'm the ghost hunter. Yeah. I know my shit. Yeah. I've seen some shit. Yeah. So if you go in there and tell me it's fucking energy, nah, bro. <laughs> it's fucking energy. Yeah. But energy can go many different ways. Yeah. You know, it can be negative, it can be positive, or it can also be somebody that's trying to remind us about something to connect to us. Most of the ghost hunts we did were always a connection to a family member. Mm. M- rarely were they were some kind of a thing that lives in the house. Most of them were some kind of a family member that was following the family or was trying to give them a message. Yeah. Or give, can, giving them comfort with something going on. So whatever the steps could have meant to you might be something, you know, a message from a loved one. But a lot of times people, you know, we get the number of phone calls we get. Hey, bro, there's a demon in my house. Oh, yeah. What do you mean there's a demon in your house? Yeah. I think I have like seven, seven demons. Seven in demons living inside me. They all come out at the oh. They all come out at night. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, what do you mean? Well, yeah, one of them makes me lazy and I want to go to work. <laughs> and I don't want to go to work anymore. That's just my lazy demon. Like, they believe oh, yeah. that it's the demon making them not do stuff. Yeah, I'm like, that's yeah. a seven deadly sins, bro. You yeah. read the Bible. I know, yeah. <laughs> we, we have... We, Get a chicken. We've had right. so many times, you know, I love I love supernatural. I love ghosts. I love spirit. I love talking about that. Yeah. But the other part of me thinks it's all the same thing. I'm one of those guys that believes more in interdimensional beings. I'm that guy that thinks ghosts, aliens are all the same shit. Yeah. That, I'm starting to think that. You know, because it's know. it's a it's a different Did you hear that? Yeah. What is that? Motorcycles oh, are a fucking scream is a ghost. It sounded like, <laughs> sound like a moan, right? I, it was like Ooh. I heard that too. Whoa. 
But I was like, I don't get the fuck out of the house. You hear steps? We have no upstairs. Right? <laughs> called Father Panchito. I know, dude. No, but I, I feel like interdimensional beings, this is what I hear. I hear that when you die, you get to cross over, you don't. You can stay behind and live in limbo, and those are ghosts. Those are the ones we see on our level, like an earthbound. The ones you see walking around, a shadow walking down, stairs walking up the stairs. Yeah. Those are ghosts. Yeah. A spirit is somebody who chose to cross over, goes towards the light, and now is in a different dimension. Yeah. And that's why whenever you see a spirit, they're always floating. Because it's said that the dick's dimension in our planet is three feet above us. Mm. So they live in that, that realm. They can only visit us in dreams. And when they visit us in a dream, we can't talk to them. They, they, we talk to them, but they, can't really, they never talk to us. They're just quiet in the dream. Yeah, that's one of the, the, the things people say. Wow, I am getting it. But they you said know? you, they said you, you have a dream right? like that about somebody that you saw, then they came back and they didn't talk to you. They just listened to you, and you even know they're not even alive. They, but sometimes they yeah. show you signals, right? Though. Like, oh yeah, no, but yeah, go ahead. I, I'm sorry. It, it was. Um, I don't want to get into sensitive. Area, well, no, you but don't. It, it was my mom. There you go. After, and, and I had heard like my mom passed away yeah. about six years ago. Yeah. And uh, and I had heard like. You know, they, they come back to you, kind of like what you just exactly. said. They come back to you one time to let you know they're all right. Yes. Right? So that I had this dream where she she appeared. Yeah. Like, I mean, she's glowing. Yep. She was. She looked like. Like a yellow aura? I mean, I don't know. It was like crystal. Light. I mean, she was glowing like, yeah. like neon and, you know, glass. It was just crazy. And, and she seemed to be kind of in another floaty dimension thing. Yeah. And she didn't say anything. Yep, she didn't say she anything. She just smiled. Mm -hmm. And someone, it was like, I'm getting chills right now. It yeah. was like a narrator said, she wants you to know yeah. that she did her best and that she, she could. You know, she raised me by herself. My dad died when I was 13, and I got more stories about that. But she said, uh, the, the narrator said, it, she wants you to know she did her best. She tried, and everything's all right, and everything's going to be all right. And Did you have a younger sister? Dun, dun. You have a younger sister that passed? Or someone younger that passed? I had, uh, no. Uh, well, no. I had a, uh, I was, um, I had a stillborn older brother mm. that, that, that didn't pass or yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's funny because whenever, you know, you're talking, it's funny. Sometimes I get these weird vibes from people. You have somebody connected to you that's always like a, like a, like a younger, either a cousin or a younger sibling, like a female. That's kind of like always with you or something like that. It's weird. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, you know. I was raised by women, some, so. Well, maybe somebody that, them. yeah. Um, but what crazy part is, did you, because my mom, my mom passed four months ago. I know I, I didn't want to no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's, I, I, I'm sorry. It's, no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's what we do on the show. She was, yeah. she was on her podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's and she, cool. She even did an episode about yeah. this stuff. Oh. Um, but one of, one of the things that, we, that I, I had was a dream um, about her, and she did the same thing. She just looked at me. Uh. And I'm like, and I knew this already, so I just looked at her back. I'm yeah. like, I even said to her, like, what the fuck was going on here? Yeah. Like, I know what you're doing. I study this shit. This is what I do. Yeah. And she just looked at me and smiled, and she told me. She's kind of giving me, like, that nod. Yeah. Like, and then the next day, um, I had AJ, our, our medium, come over, and we did the podcast with him. And while we're doing the, the podcast, he starts crying. And he's like, she's right behind you. 
and she's like, she's giving you a warm hug. And he told me things that nobody would have known. And he knew her, but still he wouldn't know the stuff. Mm. And I asked him, so what's going on right now? What, what's up with the dreams? Like the dreams are going to come as and go, but you have to remember if you're seeing her in these dreams and you're able to see them in this dream world, yeah. it means that they're good with you and that they're not suffering and that they're yeah. waiting for something, you know, grand that's coming your way. And they're just there to tell you, you know, you're on the right path. Yeah. A lot of people can't dream about their loved ones because they have unfinished business. Yeah. How long did it take you to dream about her before she passed, after she passed? Dude, I mean, it was like, I mean, it was under a year and I was kind of like thinking, is she going to pop up somewhere where, you know, I'm of like, course. like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, and, uh, and I, you know, I want to say six months maybe or a little after and you know i still think about her all the time some people take and, about a few uh, years man yeah. you know that people take years to like even really? dream about them so yeah. when they come to you that soon it's because there's 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 a lot of 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 um closure she didn't need a lot from you she you know she she she's kind of like you're not the one that i had to worry about yeah kind of energy yeah you know so that's why they come to you that that quick you're like you're you're one of my ones that i didn't worry about it was <laughs> yeah. more like the other ones <laughs> but you were the one i was you know I'm, but i'm good so it was it was a message for it was comfort for you to kind of give you your like i'm good man yeah and you know we miss them but like like i was told they don't have time over there yeah time doesn't exist to them yeah so they don't miss us, <laughs> yeah. you know, but they, you know, th sometimes the dream is to remind us like, hey, don't worry about me. I don't mean, I, I don't need your worries. I'm, I'm ready to see what's next for you. That's when it gets yeah. really, that's when it gets really crazy when I when tell people about this stuff. Yeah. So when we do the, the, the readings, the psychic readings, everybody wants that closure. Are they okay? Are they okay? Yeah. We're not the ones that are okay, man. We're yeah. the ones still going through all the drama. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Did you ever have a dream um, of somebody that you n did not know, but they were in your dream? Uh, I don't, uh, I mean, I don't know. I had some other weird kind of uh, dreams. Um, one that recently <laughs> freaked me out. Uh, because back to the Ouija board real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When all that shit yeah. was going down, I had that out of, uh, not uh, sleep paralysis yeah, the thing. Yeah, projection. With, with uh, <clears throat> fucking like a bell going on, like an old church bell going on. I lived in a two-story apartment, you know. Yeah. And the bell was ringing. This is like, this is the other scary thing that happened. Old bell ringing outside my window and, and it woke me up. And then I felt like, grabbing my chest and pulling me out. And I fought it. And then snapped out of it, but I was like, "Shit, in my pants, man!" That 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 bell was fucking scary. That was the, I mean, that was the night that we had that, you know, candle experience. You know, I mean, it was that that night. It was it was oh, dude, oh. You, you, it was trying. You're so you're a sensitive, bro. I you know you're I mean, sensitive. me and my mom were pretty psychic together. You guys like, were oh. super psychic together. You, and you, she, you ever have deja vu's, or is it more like you like do you do you feel energy from people? I have, uh, I, uh, okay, now now I sound like I'm bragging uh, about my cartooning, but, you know, sometimes I, like, draw shit that happens in the future, you know, and, okay, yeah, yeah. you don't have to be a genius yeah. to draw political shit that happens over and over again, but sometimes I'll draw something, 
and it, it, about, it appears yeah. he's you a know, very, you're, like a you know, you're a clear cognate. You 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 can you can <laughs> sense things. And I knew my and my mom kind of had that. She could see stuff, and I feel sometimes like I can see stuff that other people don't see. Yeah, but I don't I don't use it to uh, you know. You use it for evil, to, for evil, or to buy stock or whatever. Right. Well, that's that's win the at the races, right? <laughs> that's what makes you funny, though, because a lot of comedians that we have that ability to see before the joke lands. Yeah, yeah. you can cut through all this other extraneous thing. You have like it's like a tunnel, like whoa. Yeah, and and I mean your work, fuck. I mean, there's you're like The Simpsons, bro. You you uh, in your cartoons, you talk about shit that hasn't happened yet. You know, and and that's I mean, you're the only guy that I could say. Not even comedians can do this, but before something happens on the news, you already have a cartoon ready to go for it. Yeah, kind, You're kind quick. of it happens, and it um, like I I need to, I mean as a job requirement as editorial cartoonist, I need to capture that thing that's coming down the the, the pipe because a I want to beat all the other cartoonists to it, yeah, and then uh, and b I want to have a good cartoon yeah. that's effective. And it makes people think, and you know, it's like real quick. It comes. Have you ever thought of doing like um, a paranormal, like that, like a car, like a strip? Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, like a ghostly strip. Yeah, yeah ghostly. like something like that. That would be badass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I've thought of lots of different projects like that. I think I would like to do something. Oh, please, like that, please, you whatever know. you need. I'm telling you, I'm still hung up on those old Mexican pulp comic books with all those. Freaking yeah. well, stories! It's you know? real to them over there. All like we go yeah. back to aliens yeah, and interdimensional. For Mexico, UFOs are just natural. Oh yeah, it's yeah. it's just yeah. But that dawns all the way back to the Mayans. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, dude. Like, okay, so on. Uh, let's see how much I could talk about this on Casa Grandes on the show yes, that yes. I work on for Nickelodeon. I wrote an episode um, about a certain. Well, let's let's just forget about that. The day, okay, so you know Tlaloc. Yeah. And you know the, the famous story about Tlaloc? Yes. That when they found a bit massive, a very hefty Tlaloc, mm-hmm. right? Uh, <laughs> and uh, <Wow>. uh, <laughs> and they, in a, far, in a farm field, they dug it out. Uh, they looked at it for a while, and then the Mexican, uh, you know, natural history, I mean, the uh, Museo de Antropología yeah. moved the statue to Mexico City. So it was in the outskirts, so they moved it. And the day that they moved it, it not was not the rainy season. It poured buckets of rain yep. for a week. And that is, that is Mexico in the essence of, like, that shit happens. It, it, it happens. And that, no. was, that day was uh, the day that I was born. That's crazy. Uh, that's crazy. <laughs> you were just a tear. You were just a raindrop, bro. <laughs> and the mighty raindrop. A raindrop. A fucking raindrop, bro. Salo means raindrop in raindrop in Spanish. For those of you who don't know. <laughs> no, but so I'm, I'm really I I love that story. And then uh, doing my research for this episode, I'm yeah. writing. I found another one. Another one happened. Same thing, uh, but it was in uh, more Mayan territory because Tlaloc. Is uh, one of the most it's your, one of your top gods, you know, yeah, in, yeah. in in Mesoamerica, uh, and people still worship Tlaloc today. Oh, yeah. You know, a, a single moms name their kid that the ones that are like you know they get their degree in Chicano studies. <laughs> yeah, that's you know right. the ones that they I don't need a fucking man. Come here, Tlaloc and Sochi. <laughs> you know where you're you too, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, and then there's always one. That Brandon. <laughs> 
Yes, yes, he had a different dad. dad. <laughs> a different dad. <laughs> okay. No, those are those are. I mean, Mex- that, that's what Mexico is. That, Mexico. That's it. We Mex- believe in that, dude. Uh, the Americas, man. Yeah. That's Look at the government. Oh, we, there's no UFOs, and then fucking Mexican uh, Navy. You see that shit? I don't know, bro. <laughs> They're all out about it, you know? You, yeah, you see the recent ones? Yes. Uh, uh, the triangle. The triangle ones. Shit? This is freaking me out because I'm, I'm from San Diego, right? Yeah. And half this shit is happen- it's happening on the S- San Diego coast. And Baja, yeah, because they say there's a base out there or whatever. There's an underground water base. Yeah, and then uh, there's some happening at the Atlantic. Yeah, almost in the same you know corridor or whatever. Yep. And uh, shit, you know, it, it, it's they're like, well, we just released another video of UFOs. And if what? they release it like they like that, freaks me out because the Pentagon's never said shit, and all of a sudden they're releasing the video, of the little Tic Tac. The Tic Tac one mm-hmm. that flies, that swerves back and forth. Yeah, and it just like takes off and everything. But yeah. there's a show, again, I talk about this show. Go to watch it on Amazon. It's called My Walking with the Tall Whites, which is about a guy who said he was assigned to watch over a territory that had these tall white humanoids that were from a different planet. And their ships were like a little Tic Tac. Oh. Years later, after the documentary, because the documentary was shot before, but now it came out because that, that report came out from the Pentagon that the ships were like little Tic Tacs. Damn. I mean, come on. The show's on Amazon right now. It's a great documentary. Watch it. Uh, Walking with the Tall Whites freaked me the fuck out uh. because he said you don't you hear them sometimes. They sound they sound like the the Western uh, skylarks, uh. the birds. That's how they, their voice sounds like. Oh, so sometimes you hear that's how you hear birds. Like that doesn't sound like a bird that would be here. That's their voices because they speak at a different you know higher yeah. octaves yeah. or whatever. So I mean that shit fucks. Now do you believe? Now I'm gonna ask another <laughs> question that's gonna make you look weird or whatever. But we here on the podcast we we don't judge we we uh, push buttons. Um, <laughs> do you believe that we have extraterrestrials living among us? Uh, I mean, I feel like more of the. I mean, I don't know if I ever ever bought into that one. And I was a big Art Bell fan. I because oh, I love I, Art I, Bell. I, lo- I love radio. I love radio George Norrie and Art Bell and paranormal shit. And Art Bell was like my dude, and then George Norrie to a lesser extent, but yeah. Um, but I, I still listen to the reruns today. Oh, uh, me too. And the uh, one, What about the, the the one from the the triangulating in my area? The one where the guy that he, he supposedly used to work for the Area Fifty One. Oh, oh, oh! Is he the frantic caller. The or, frantic caller, like, listen, I only have enough time. Oh, yeah. You're gonna fight me, and he, it, it was great. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck are we listening to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna fight me right now. So listen, we have it all wrong. What you guys think is all wrong? And it just cuts off, and then, <laughs> and then the whole the whole station fucking cuts Go, off. Yeah, I'm about to listen to that. I, I'm not familiar with that. Oh so man, check yeah. it out. Oh yeah, our bell's so great. But what um, do you think? I mean, but listening to those shows. I, I I kind of started more believing of the, uh, you know, maybe they're, they're interdimensional and they're popping in and out some way that we can theorize, but we don't understand yet. Yeah, of course. Uh, and maybe they're not from, maybe they are from another planet. But I, my theory on, you know, alien civilizations is I think they do exist or they did exist, but we are all so far away from each other yeah. in time and space that we just die out. We, they, they happen. 
they die out and maybe some figured out a way how to get here but i don't think we're we're all existing at the same we're like time. fireworks same time. Eh? we're like yeah. fireworks i don't dog. think i don't think we're all on the same page maybe Maybe. maybe we're maybe we're, or maybe they're just coming to visit our time and page, and we don't know how to travel to time and pages. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're that know. far advanced. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now there's one there's one guy that we we talk about on the podcast all the time. Um, the only white guy we talk about on the podcast. Oh, the Travis, uh, the Travis, <laughs> Travis <laughs> Walton, Brandon's brother, Brandon's brother, <laughs> uh, Travis Walton. Yeah, Travis yeah. Walton, the famous guy that was abducted by aliens in Arizona. Uh, fire in the sky. Was it snow from Snowflake, Arizona? This is the yes, one where they, they went camping or something. So no, what it is or? is it was a group of guys that were doing. They were lumberjacks. They were lumberjacking. Right, they were lumberjacking. Right. Yeah. They, the they were working. They were working. They were doing. A, they were doing a contract. They had to make sure they got a certain amount of, of trees done by the end of the month. So they were driving back one night after they were all working. There were six of them in a the car, and as they drive up in the dark, they see this thing light up in the sky. It was like it looked like fire. Some movies caught fire in the sky. Right. It looked like the trees were on fire. A guy gets off. He's like ship. They all freak out, stay in the car. One guy goes, I want to see what it is. He gets off the car, and then the light hits him from the craft, and boom, he he falls to the ground. And then the guys freak out and just take him, take they off, left leave him, him there. <laughs> they, they left, left him. <laughs> and they're arguing, should we go back and get him? Should I go back? He's my he's my brother-in-law or whatever. He's my cousin, whatever. Yeah. They go back. He's gone. He disappeared. They can't find him. They go to the cops. The cops do research parties. No one can find him. Now they all think that this guy... Um, is, was murdered by these guys. Yeah. Or, and they're now like, well, he disappeared. There was a ship. No one believes him. Six days later, is it five or six days? Uh, six. Six days later, he could, they get a phone call. He's naked somewhere in, in the middle of a road at a gas station. They go pick him up, and he says he was on a ship. He has this weird PTSD from it that aliens abducted him. They were doing experiments on him, and he got away, and they brought him back. Yeah. And they took lots and lots of... Uh, lie detector test. They all came back that they were telling the truth, and everybody thought they were lying to a point where, like, no, they were lying because they knew that they needed more time for that contract of those trees. So they had to come <laughs> up with some big story to make them, you but know, that's lose. A, that's like buy the, the worst. I think that would be yeah, the, worst the worst lie. fucking lie. Like you're gonna have to you're just gonna have say to camp was, out here for yeah. like six days. Just say there was like an like like an extinct fucking beaver you found oh, or something. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> right, like a, a woodpecker, a, a no. desert mouse like halted a freeway exit. Yeah, back in back in the day. You know what I'm saying? How come you guys can't finish? Because the aliens, bro. Yeah, that's like a fucking Chicano was saying. What happened, bro? Oh, fucking aliens, dog. We cut a tree down. The spirit came out. I know, bro. No, but see, that's and everyone thought they were fucking around. Yeah. So this guy. Whole rep is they lose the contract, lose reputation, they all lose their jobs, and to this day, this guy still goes around saying, "This is what happened to me. I was taken the ship, I tried to escape, they grabbed me, they look like they're wearing these body suits, but they look like humanoids, but they had less features. They examined me, and then I felt like they didn't want me. They took me back, and he was the only one awake. Yeah. Everybody was asleep. He was the only one awake. Damn. So you hear the story of this guy, yeah. famously renowned. Yeah, right. Best UFO story in the world. They make a movie out of it, and the movie completely hacks the book. The yeah, actual the, story, the actual story is scarier than the movie. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> that movie used to scare the fuck out of me. One of the greatest stories of all time. Before that is the famous story of Roswell. Yeah, yeah. about the ship that crashed. Three bodies were found, or two bodies were found. People came. Everybody witnessed it. The, they announced in the newspaper of that town of Roswell. Everyone saw it. Everyone saw the parts. Truck comes by, picks up all the parts, takes them to the base. They find a few days later, they retract the story. Oh, it was a weather balloon. Yeah. It was a weather yeah. experiment. And uh, two months later, six months later, two years after that, 
108, like 170 pa- pa- new government patents come out of new technology. Yeah. Like, like, uh, what was one of them? Uh, 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 the, the, what they use for the internet? Oh, oh you know uh, the uh, fiber optics. Fiber optics. Yeah. Velcro. Right. Velcro. All this Velcro. shit came out of nowhere. The right? microwave. The microwave after after you know Roswell happened. Yeah. You know reverse engineering at its best. All these stories that mean there's some shit going on. All over, all over Europe, all over the world, they have said this shit is real. But the uh, United States, I don't know. I don't. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> maybe it was the weather. Maybe it was I don't know. It was the weather balloon swamp gas. Swamp right? gas. You know, <laughs> some shit like that. Swamp gas. But that's that's the truth. Have you ever seen a, a weird UFO sighting? Um, you know, I I uh, I saw one night. Uh, so my kid was in uh, Little League, and I think my half my family was at the Little League game. Yeah, uh, which at the this Little League field is up on a hill, right? Yeah. So I hear back that uh, there is a UFO sighting over this field. Like everybody sees something, right? Yeah. And my. Uh, <laughs> My kids' little league field or the little league, yeah, uh, half, half uh, not half, but a bunch of the coaches were cops. Oh shit! Right. So I'll tell you, <laughs> you know, the <laughs> night that one guy that 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 uh, was killing the cops, that he was a cop. I forget his name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Black, yeah. black guy. Yeah, yeah, the dude that, that in San Bernardino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they caught him out. They big, found bear? Him big bear, big bear, big bear. That guy was out on the loose one night, and two of our wow. co- coaches and. Uh, dads uh, were cops. They pull up, open their trunks, and bring out all kinds of machinery, Dang. all the heavy machinery, man. I mean, that's my they instinct, were, right? They were like guarding <laughs> the games from this guy who's gonna like he's gonna hear. Uh, oh, the, that little league has a lot of cops. <laughs> you know, like, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that, exactly. that night, the 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 everyone at the field sees something in the sky, and I and I'm hearing about it on the phone, and I'm driving home, and I just look up and. Damn, there's something in the sky, and um, it is, though, it looks like a, a big meteorite chunk. And I watched it kind of float down. Yeah. But, you know, do the little twists and turns and, oh, the, and then fuzz out, you know, like, uh, like yeah, it, yeah. it burned out, you know. So I was like, I think there's some meteorites coming down yeah. that night, but that's but that crazy. was the closest. That's but a- I, I totally believe in seeing UFOs in oh, the I've sky. Oh, seen, I've seen a lot. I mean, well, you know, going from, we used to go to Vegas a lot. That little that road in the middle of the night, yeah. Uh-huh. That road, man, we saw so much shit. The Death Valley, we De- the, drive, yeah, driving really? to Death Valley in the dark. <laughs> oh, man, we we saw. What did I see? I, I we saw the zigzag snakes, the ones that everybody sees. Uh-huh. I've seen the, the the triangle. You see the triangle. That's the tri- cool. It's always freaky. And then the the one that I was because so weird was one that was like a ball of. Okay, so we were. I was on the road with Carlos Mencia, and uh, I he was in the he was in the car. I was. In the passenger seat, and the road manager was driving, and we were by Cape Canaveral. A lot of different kinds of things happen over there. Yeah. You know, a lot of attention supposedly by UFOs over there. Yeah. We're driving, and we're driving by the Everglades, so you don't see anything. All you see is just darkness because you don't even have lights there. It's just the road. You're on the road, and then we see this ball of light. Almost looked like there was a big old orb, like a like a big glowing balloon, just uh-huh. pop up. But it was it wasn't a balloon. It was, it was that that shape. And it's above the car, and it's like following us. Shit. And I tell him, <laughs> and, I, and I told him, I told him, speed up. <laughs> speed I up. tell the guy, I'm like, hey, bro, what is it? He goes, and he goes, relax, Mo. It's a fucking probably a government ship or like a drone or something. It's probably some government thing. 
I'm like, yeah, but why would it follow? It would be hiding. It would be following us. Dude, you're tripping out. He was tripping out, but he didn't want to trip out, and yeah. he wanted to be. He wanted to be in control of the situation, yeah. and, and just everything I said, just he was it. just dismissing. Where it. was yeah. it? Like you could see it. Uh, excuse me, I just spit on the candle. It's okay. We get emotional with this. Podcast. <laughs> it was. Was it behind and it above? Was, it was. It was behind and above, and it was about. I would say. If I was to say it like in stories, it would probably be like seven stories high. So 70 feet. 70 feet above us, yeah. you know? And it was just following us. Damn. And it looked, and that's when I was like, well, maybe, and I even said something stupid. like, well, maybe it's a balloon and it, it hit the car, the truck, and, and the, the strings, and the strings <laughs> hooked up to the truck. That's how close it was. But wow. you heard no noise. Mm -hmm. There was no, it was like following us. And then I started having a panic attack because I was like, this is not, this is not good, bro. Like, this is not really normal. This is not normal. <laughs> and he goes, Mo, you're fucking freaking out, bro. I'm telling you, it's probably some kind of like, uh, like some kind of a drone or government shit that they got going on. Like, don't, this is Cape Canaveral. Wow. Like, he's trying to rationalize everything we're seeing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, like, fuck you, bro. This is fucking, <laughs> fucking tripping. I was like, Cheech and Chong, like, Cheech when he was doing fucking, when he did acid with fucking Chong. <laughs> yeah. And man, I smoke a lot of shit in my life, man. But this, like, I was freaking out. So we, we, we keep on driving and then it starts to, like lose its glow huh. little by little it starts to like almost like become very very light very light and i'm like i think bro i think it's like fading away or like burning out or something what if it was like a japanese lantern bro that's what i was thinking too but it, it's, that's what but i thought following it was. you though yeah, yeah but following <laughs> us like and, and it was too big to be a lantern yeah. it was a size bigger than bigger than, like this whole room like that big oh it was huge the big japanese it was lantern. a big japanese lantern <laughs> japanese chinese lantern with a sumo lantern all right so it <laughs> as it as it then it went straight up and then it went down into the everglades like it went into the not into the water but it, we couldn't see where it went because mm -hmm. you know yeah it went uh, on the towards the horizon it just disappeared so we get to the gas station and we're like i'm shaking because i'm like it wasn't a you yeah, i don't yeah. i'm not gonna say it was an alien we didn't see no aliens it was literally a ball chasing us. <laughs> like, it's not even like, I can't even say there's a fucking spaceship. There was lights. There was no lights. It was just a round object that was glowing. It was following us. Like a glowing dodgeball. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like a big. It was waiting to slam Exactly. <laughs> so we get to the we get to the gas station, and I, and I, I told him, I'm going to ask. He's like, George, like, don't fucking, don't fucking ask people. You're going to look fucking stupid. <laughs> he was trying to deny the whole thing happened. Yeah. We we get Mencia was passed out. He didn't know what was going on the whole time. We didn't wake him up because we we, we want to look stupid. We wake hey wake up, bro! There's a fucking alien following us. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fuck. We don't want to say anything. <laughs> we go to the gas station and I just said, "I'm like, hey man, hey man, is there a lot of weird things around here because of the air, the air force or because it's Cape Canaveral where they where they have the rockets go up?" Yeah. And he goes, would you see some of them flying orbs or what, boy? <laughs> and I was like, what? See, I told you. He's like, so he said it was, he sees it randomly in the middle of the night, you'll see like a flying orb. It's just and like, what is it? We're like, well, we don't know. And then I researched it so uh -huh. much. Um, they're so, they're so, so, so real that I actually, uh, what was it? I looked it up and I looked up what it was called, the, the, the Foo Fighters, not the band. Uh -huh. But the actual what Foo Fighters are, yeah, there were these balls of light that were would follow German planes and 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 British planes during World War Two, yeah. And I'm like, well, was this a Foo Fighter? Like <laughs> and now the, it only has cars to follow. I know I comedians following, exactly. <laughs> I was following cars and comedians, like, but yeah, I so it it freaked me out. But that was the most interaction I ever had with the UFO because yeah. I thought it was following us, 
and that scares me, man. Because then they'll start watching these fucking movies like, <laughs> like from uh, of the fourth kind. Oh, the fourth kind was a oh my that god fucking movie <laughs> where it's about you know it, it, maybe you I, maybe I'm one of the that abducted the people and mm-hmm. they come and get me, but they they fucking make me hypnotize me to not to know that I'm one of the people that they come and pick up all the time. Oh, and maybe shit. that was one of the runs they had to pick me up. Maybe they didn't know I was on tour at the time. <laughs> right? Wasn't maybe you weren't even on tour. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I wasn't even on tour, bro. <laughs> like, how do I know? You know, all I know is that sometimes that shit fucking freaks me out. Now, yeah. I saw the same shit again. Where? Three years later, we were in a club called the, it's called the 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 super the the Star Dome in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. It's a comedy club over there, and we were in Birmingham. And that night, we went to uh, to a, a club, a bar somewhere, and I was. Tired. We had three shows that night, and I'm like, you know what? You guys go inside. I'm gonna stay in the parking lot, and then we used to rent a minivan to get us from place to place. Uh-huh. And I'm in the minivan, just chilling, just sleeping, listening to music, and then fucking orb again. <laughs> this big old white orb is on top of me, big shit. old huge shit. I freak out. I run out of the car like a fucking baboso, and turns out it was a, one of those coming uh, grand opening fucking balloons. <laughs> That they were setting up in the fucking, in the fucking just, store. They just store. started blowing up, bro. Bro, like, it was blowing like they were, they were inflating it and lighting it up. And I'm like, they're back. They're I fucking ran out of the car, bro. They found me. So, I, I but I I do believe that it was maybe it was government. Something. Dude, we don't know anything about what our government is working on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They supposedly the thing is that they they're always thirty years at more advanced than the things that we really know about. Right. Well, technology is that advanced. For the longest time, people thought the stealth fighter was a, That's a, right. a UFO and, until they actually presented it to the people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, In know. fact, there's also even that helicopter that it was used for the op- for the the operation when they killed um, bin Laden. Yeah. It was a it was a helicopter nobody ever seen. But the only reason that, that we saw it was because the, the it, it, it fucking crashed. It crashed. The, yeah. So, I mean, there's all these things that we don't know <clears> the government has. For all we know, there's a fucking, there probably, there's a dude right now that his job is to test professional fucking balls that fly. All right? <laughs> you know? Professional orbs. Professional orbs. What do you orbs? do? Orb flyer. I mean, but think about it. <laughs> I'm an orbist. We've seen fucking drones do crazy shit. Already. Oh, yeah. I've seen them smuggle yeah. kilos over the border, bro. And there's also, did you guys remember that Super Bowl where they had drones spell out shit in the sky? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. So how do we know that, you know, because this is that movie, uh, was it The X-Files, when they said... They flipped it on all of us. They said, what if everything you knew about UFOs was wrong? What if we, the government, make up the UFOs mm-hmm. to, to sh- totally move you from a different kind of situation? And what to we talk about the other day. from something else. We have aliens that we see all the time on cartoons and movies and shit, and they always look the same. Uh-huh. What if they're just feeding that image to us so when they come out, we don't freak out as much? Sure. Like we're already used to the way they look. I, 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 I mean, I would... I would love to uh, meet them. You know, I would love to see right. them. Look behind you right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Hey, uh, <laughs> come here. Like, <laughs> like gro- growing up, like uh, you guys remember the movie Independence Day? Yeah, uh, yeah. When the when the movie. alien finally came out of the exoskeleton, it looked exactly like every drawing you've ever seen of, of a gray, right? Yeah, the grays. Yeah, and it, like as a kid, I was not a kid, but I was like probably like thirteen, fourteen. Like my head, my hair stood on end. Like, oh my god, is that what they really look like? Because <laughs> this, this was right after the alien autopsy video had oh, dropped. One of the greatest, <laughs> one of the greatest uh, spoofs or uh, no. uh, what do you call it? Uh, Hoax. Hoaxes, hoaxes. Yeah. yeah. Everyone thought that shit was real. Yeah. And it was made by a French 
art student or no, a film student, right? Yeah. For, for, uh, now, here's another crazy question, and I'm, I'm it's all about crazy. This is the last part of the questions here. Um, would you ever, in the situation of the fire in the sky, uh-huh. when you're with your homies, you're doing a mural, <laughs> you're with your painters, you guys are hanging out, and then a fucking alien comes out, and one of your boys goes out there, you're like, don't go out there, but he goes and they abduct him. <laughs> Do you fire in the sky him and leave him or stay there <laughs> to see what's going to happen? Uh, I think I would stay, but I would also be uh, calling somebody. I told Hefty, <laughs> if he does that shit, I'm leaving him there. Yeah, he, did, he straight up told me. He go, <laughs> I was like, if I go see, he goes, he goes I'm, I'm no question, I'm leaving. And I was just it's like, wow. Just I, would like just, I said, I would just tell people that I killed you. Just to fucking <laughs> not deal with the drama of what I just saw. He fell off the scaffold and, right. and he yeah. ran off. Ran you off. Know, <laughs> it's 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 hilarious because I I've, I've actually stood there with my friends like during gunfire. Not me too. Really, but then you tell me an alien's coming out. You know, I'm, yeah. You know, Chol- hey, Cholo's attacked you. I'm yeah. there, homie. Uh, alien my, comes yeah. a la verga. I'm out of here. Like my, my mom says it's mejor decir que uh, aquí corrió un cobarde que murió un valiente. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but you, are you, Hefty, are you afraid of aliens? If you were to see one right now, uh, you like, know, I yeah, I would say I, I would, I'd be a little. What would you do if you're asleep? You wake up and there's an uh, alien gray, about four feet tall, looking right at you, in your swinging, eyes. bro. Yeah, I'm swinging, dude. What if he was sucking your dick? <laughs> what would you do? I let him finish. <laughs> <laughs> really, you let no? Let's be real right now. Let's fucking do this real. Oh, you wake up. Boom, you're awake, fucking lagañas in your eyes. You wipe them out. There's a fucking alien giving you head. What do With you do? With those big almond eyes, bro? Those big fucking beautiful uh, almond eyes, bro. What do you do? Real, really, what do you do? doesn't have teeth. I don't know, man. Te- what like, do you do? Like, be real right now. No bullshit. What are you going to do? I'd, I'd push them off swinging, bro. Like, I'd be like... I want to like, do that. What would you do? I would hold them down and choke them, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hold that, put it down. Oh my. There's the little alien oh, oh, oh. We're not going nowhere. You're in my world right. now. Planet. Planet. Look, this is what you wanted? Is what is you this is what you wanted? You want you probe? just came for a sample. I know. Hey, well, I just <laughs> came too. Right? Fire down your throat. <laughs> hey, Lalo, man. It's been great. Thank you for oh joining us, God. bro. We had a good time. Oh, and and uh, we are, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a fucking hardcore fan of yours. Oh, dude. I've always been a fan of yours. And, um, I can't wait to see what's next for you. I can't to see. I can't wait to see what's next with you, because I know we're gonna do something together soon. Oh yeah. And uh, I think you're the first one to have something that Hefty made uh, for the podcast. Yes, sir. What is this? Explain to him what you, what, what our our first. We, by the way, you're the first <laughs> gift we ever given you're to anybody. Oh, yeah, for sure. So here we got a little bottle of the of the new uh, Alien Love Juice. Alien no, Love Juice by Momo Rodriguez. <laughs> this is gonna. This is the fire in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> You know, also known as the uh, Paragordo activity, uh, ghost pepper hot sauce. Ah, you know I love what I'm it. Perfect. He, you know? And it's not, it's not something that we bought. That we he this is made a, it. Yes, sir. This is made made at home from my own culinary skills. Woo, that's know? right. Yeah. Shit. Oh, was it was it cordon bleu? Uh, no, actually, the uh, cordon bleu <laughs> is uh, yeah, cordon bleu. <laughs> Uh, is where I started, finished at the Art Institute. He went to so, Jaime's School of Cooking at the Swap Meet. <laughs> <laughs> I learned in my kitchen. Oh. But, <laughs> yes, sir. So this is a gift from us. 
Uh, Over to you from the Pirate Gordo. It's a nice pineapple infusion in there with some ghost peppers. Delicious. It makes a great label. It's amazing. It makes a great lube. (laughs) 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 I knew. Well, I want to give you guys calendars. Oh, bro. They're still, uh, you know, seven months. No, these are are uh, collector's items, bro. And uh, so. Everybody gets Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Look at this, bro. This is hard stock. This this one goes here at the studio. This one, I'm gonna tell you something, bro. You're not leaving until you sign it. All right. We'll do that later. We'll do that later. But um, is there anything coming up that you want to talk about? Because this is gonna be all over the Americas. Oh, we have fans in the UK like crazy. Um, For some reason, they love fucking Chicanos that talk shit about the paranormal. Yeah, you know, I like that one show, uh, what's it called, uh, with Adrian Lee, is that what it is? Like, Which uh, one? It's a really funny paranormal show out of England. Oh, no, I'm lying. One The 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 one guy, the host is English, and he's got different people on it. It's questions, or answers. Uh, oh, something. I know what you're talking about. Adrian yeah, Lee. Yeah, yeah. Something, something. It's a really funny show. Um, but uh, I, I, am, uh, I can't reveal the details, but I am working with a video game company nice based in london and uh i am uh just uh helping out with some stuff there so so you I, know, I have a weekly call with london there'll be beaners uh, involved then there's a lot of beaner stuff involved there. i'm you know i can't <laughs> say but i'm gonna have my sauce ready right get us our, <laughs> find us the most popular <laughs> fucking beaner in los angeles that knows art <laughs> So uh, doing that and uh, just you know writing on some shows, trying to get, get some stuff going, and uh, writing a feature right now for a studio, and uh, yeah. Well, please, if you have any uh, any roles for any voluptuous you know, men, voluptuous <laughs> men, you know, <laughs> no. any, any stocky, you know, of the brown persuasion, <laughs> let us know. We you we uh, we're all you know we're all actors, and we uh, we would love to do anything that the great Lalo. Uh, is working on yes, sir. As, as uh, even if it's a part where I just hey and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost my part in uh, Coco. You know, <laughs> you're in Coco. Who I, are you in Coco? I, I play the the large, angry, purple mariachi in the towards the beginning. He yells at Miguel for trying to borrow his guitar. See, know? I could have been cast for that. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. I've been called that a large purple fucking <laughs> large mariachi. purple mariachi. Yeah. Uh, it was that's, what the, that's what the alien was there for. The alien was there, bro. <laughs> Choke his ass, a mariachi bro. purple people leader. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, Paranormal Activity Podcast. Listen Ooh. to the next episode. We got Lalo in the house. Damn me.